Welcome back, wherever you've been, uh, we are here, we're always here, bringing you the best podcast anywhere uh, on the iTunes configuration, I just about worked out how to do it, I like listening to myself, it's a little bit like playing with yourself or looking yourself up on Google, that we shouldn't talk <laughs> more, more about that later. My name's Eddie Nestor, uh, all of my lonesome, and sometimes when you fish, you come up with more than crabs. Uh, we have a very special guest with us tonight, William Hunt, Taylor to the stars. Good evening. Good evening. How, uh, how are you? Oh, not so bad. Not so Thanks bad. very much for coming. You weren't busy then? Uh, well, I was. I'm, I'm trying to find out who Paul cancelled, sort of let Paul down for me to come in at <laughs> sort of late day, and he won't tell me, so, oh no, we weren't going to do it, but... Uh, no, and we'll wheel it out of him. Well, it's great because uh, we need to replace whoever was here with yes. a real northerner. I'm a sub- southern bastard, uh, and people don't want to. Harry, Harry, Ramsden, you been well, up there? Well, no, that's the sort of the other side of the Pennines where the woollybacks go. We're sort of like Manchester side, Polefield, Armstrong's fish and chip shop, the best in the is world. Is that is that it? Armstrong's, yeah. It's just a little never, takeaway. I've never thing. done that. I've yeah. never I went been there. there. Where is it exactly? Uh, Polefield, just near Presswich, and I went there after about. Pff, I haven't been there since I left school. I went there about ten years ago, and she went. I remember you. You were a naughty one. You used to come in here. I went, can I have some fish and chips, please? You're frightening me. <laughs> do, do, do you have anything with it? Because uh, apparently you, you go... Uh, fish chips and gravy no, and dandelion and burdock. No. So you, uh, would, you wouldn't have that in... It's, us southerners, we don't do that, you see. you don't know anything about fish and chips, well, then, yeah, do you? you have mushy peas as well. No, no, I don't like mushy peas. You can't have mushy peas and gravy. That's a bit too much chip, for chip me. Chip butty? Uh, compulsory. Yeah. On a bomb cake, yeah. yeah fish, you like fish, haddock, uh, cod... Uh, pollock. I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> well Pollock is the fish of uh, oh, choice right. these days, yes. Ah, great. Crackling? Uh, no, no, no. That's for poor people. <laughs> and you're not poor anymore. <laughs> I bet you were when you were in that chip shop. We should um, nick it. We should oh, nick the crackling, though. How, how much, then? How much? Fish Can and you chips, remember? probably about I four quid now. No, I know now. Oh, I mean, right, then. Okay. I, when I, I remember it costing about 20p. What, crackling? Fish and chips. Ba- bag of scratchings, they called it up there. Up there. So yeah. w- what would you pay for fish and chips when you were a kid? How much would you pay? I don't know, 50p, 60p, I don't know. can't remember. It's a long time ago since I was a kid, I can tell you. You bunk up at school? Get, get no, 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 I did that once, it was boring. I was really boring. I thought, what do you do? What do you do all day? I mean, guys that, that, that I bunked off with me, they were a bit bigger than me, and I had sort of beers. They went to the pub, but I didn't like the taste of beer. I've made up for it since. But it's, um, <laughs> no, I just went back to school. I thought, this is rubbish. When did you start supporting the greatest team? I supported Man United because of my my brother supported Man United. And I I would say, since I can remember, I mean, cut me, I bleed red. You get into arguments about it. No, no, there's no need to argue about about a wonderful thing like Man United. It's art. You can debate. You know, you can debate with... But what's the point you're going to win? The difficulty is, though, isn't it, that... uh, it gets more difficult because you used to have an argument with the Gooners because the Gooners would say to you, well, we've got the team that went undefeated the whole year. You used to have an argument with Chelsea. Uh, we won it back to back. You could even have an argument with Liverpool because we're the top team of the 70s or was it the 60s? But not anymore. You can't argue with anybody. You can't argue winning two titles out of three for the last 18 years. Sorry, last uh, 12 years it is now. So it's, there's no argument, is there? I mean, Arsenal were lovely, play that lovely football, but you've won nothing. There was men against boys at the weekend, there was men against boys with us. And they, they had no form. I don't know a lot about football, I know I love it. And they had, when they, when they played against Chelsea at the weekend, I watched the game hoping they'd pull something out for us. And they didn't know what to do. It's like they went forward and it's just, 
it was just disarray. It's like one bloke running out on his own, a bit like us playing football. We wouldn't really know what we're doing. No, we? they, they, they kind of want to pass. They play yeah. the pure football, but they seem to want to pass the ball across the but line. there's no one there. It's like when you watch Man United playing last week against Arsenal, they swept forward. Yeah. I mean, Rooney looked like he was on roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> it's, quick. it's a beautiful, I mean, beautiful thing. You know, I mean, he's not a handsome fella, is he? But let me finish. In the way Gascoigne wasn't a handsome fella, but when they played football and they were on their toes, it's a beautiful sight. You would agree, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think Beardsley would fit into that. Probably, too. probably. I ran into Peter Beardsley once playing football and I just winded myself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realise how strong these guys are because he's only a little fella. And I just literally ran into it. It was like running into a brick wall. And he's just a, he's such a lovely bloke as did, well. Did you ever harbour ambitions of playing football? I yourself? played football for West Bromwich Albion, thank you very much, for a little while. Did you? Yes. What level? Uh, well, not quite first team, because Laurie Cunningham was on the right wing, which is my favourite <laughs> yeah, favoured position, so he was a little bit better than me. My second position was sort of um, centre-forward, but they had a big fella called Cyril Regis, so I wasn't really going to get in there. My third position was centre-midfield, which a bloke called Brian Robson. Yeah, yeah Brian he Robson. was there so at the time. I was knackered, really. I wasn't going to get anywhere, so I just sort of whimpered away. Well, tell me about this, because, of course, uh, Laurie isn't around anymore, mm, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Cyril I've met, who's yeah. up in Birmingham, yeah. a lovely, lovely guy, mm-hmm. found God. Yeah. But, you know, people have said on this podcast that Mr. Robson uh, is, not, is not a very nice guy. No, he's a charming fella. How did he's you a- find him? No problems at all with him. I, 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 once, I once had the... the um, I never really met him... B- until many, many years later. And I was going down to a Fulham game when Fulham were playing at Queen's Park Rangers. And I'd got tickets through uh, Mr. Fired. And I was taking my good friend uh, Drew to the game. And it's about an hour or so before the game, I get a phone call from, from the great Sir Alex saying, have you got any spare tickets, son? You and got a call yeah, from yeah, Sir Alex yeah. asking you for if tickets. I've got any spare tickets. <laughs> like this, I said, I said, well, why? He said, because Robbo needs a ticket. I was just like, I'm going to say, Drew, you're not coming. Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty. And to be fair, to be fair, he went, fair enough. He said, but you owe me a game. And uh, I sat with Brian Robson. I sort of walked in like this, you know, I'm with Robbo. Like this. And I sat here, Brian Robson one side and uh, Martin O'Neill the other side. He was absolutely charming. And uh, not as big as I thought he'd be. He's not a big fella at all. It's quite interesting when you go. I mean, I've had occasion mm. to go out with people who are really, really famous. Yeah. How, how did? I mean, you're famous enough yourself. But how, how did it feel to walking in with, you know, the dog's bollocks? Well, I, I'm, I hope this doesn't come across as modest, but I'm kind of like quite. I'm at the side of the top of the, my field, my own field. I hope that doesn't come across as immodest. No, but statement of so, fact. So I can kind of feel confident enough that. I'm okay at my business, and you're good at your business. So there's still your heroes. I'm not anyone's hero, but, you know, unless I dug someone out of trouble with yeah, a I mean, wedding I, or something. I, ac- I accept that. I yeah. accept that. But I, I remember once, right, I, I was on a stage at the Hackney Empire, and I yeah. came out of the stage door, and a guy was calling me, and I turned around, it was Lennox Lewis. I mean, so, you know, you think, oh, wow. oh I'm okay. Yeah, world I, champion. I you know. I'm okay at doing what I'm yeah. doing. But th- this is a guy that you've watched on telly who you've admired. So I, I imagine if you're a supporter of Manchester United and you're with Robson, then yeah. it's quite a big deal. Oh, but then massive. I suppose if Sir Alex is ringing you, that's quite a big I deal I actually as well. felt like a ball boy. Yeah, I don't mean physically. Sense. I mean, you know, sense. but you know, like that feeling of like walking with Brian Robson, and uh, it just felt great. You know, it's like he's. But the thing is, with you and Lennox Lewis, he's probably listens to you on the radio all the time. So he's, wow, it's Eddie. You know what I mean? 
It's like with me, I just make clothes. So it's, um, I don't think Brian Robson has heard of me in his life before. How did you come to, uh, I've got a really good mate, Errol, who's got a shop round the mm-hmm. corner, Errol Douglas, who's mm. kind of a, a, I hair, know Errol Douglas. a hairdresser yeah. and like a magnificent hairdresser yeah. now. We were at school together. Yeah. How did it come that you, you know, you're going out there, I imagine one imagines from the sound of you working class northern boy. How do you get to be a tailor then? Um, well, when we played football, they used to teach send you to university, well, you know, sort of college, and we learned, you know, a skill as well for the, those, those of us that weren't going to make it as footballers. And I learned engineering, uh, civil engineering, really, and it's a discipline that kind of teaches you how to get from A to B in a straight line with as few moving parts as possible. And it's a discipline and science you can apply to anything you do. So, and if they can teach you how to build bridges, which we did. To make a suit is not really the greatest challenge in the world. Ah, interesting. So See, my dad would have had that set. My dad was a chippy. Yeah. I'd say it was a measuring, well, carving. He'd be able to do anything, really, because he could just go A goes to B and B goes to C. And really, what's a suit? It's a couple of tubes on your arm, a couple of tubes on your leg, and one that goes around your body. Shape it. Making it nicely is the thing. I don't sit down and sew the suits. And really, the, the people that do that for us are, are excellent at their craft. I've been very lucky um, in, in the opportunities I've been given. And... Um, to make, to make suits is, and, and make people happy, make of the day, is a great honour. But uh, I'd rather have been a footballer. <laughs> oh, that's the person. <laughs> yeah. Even with what's been happening with John Terry? I don't think John Terry's business is anybody's but his own, to be honest with you. He's, he's had sex with, well, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's had a bunk up with, with someone's ex-missus. I think it's him, between him and his wife and no one else. And I think it's all about Tony Blair and a cover-up. To make sure to- <laughs> I truly do. I heard, I heard somebody else say that. This is the thing that we used to see in spy movies where something would throw up, you know, I mean, the great Sir Alex does it, you know, one of his players causes a, a kerfuffle, so he'll cause another one to get the, 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 we all know he does it, you know, and he's not the only one. But we used to watch movies, and I can't think of anything uh, uh, that comes to mind, any great movies, but it's, that you know, we'd see these spy movies and this would be gone on and, and that would be gone on. And that's it, it's very blatantly... Our government's in trouble. Let's let's sling him the, the being on captain. What's he done? He's had sex outside his marriage with a with a girl that's with the greatest respect has uh, has been around a little bit, and she's not his mate's missus. She's his ex missus of six months ago. But they've got well, a baby. strike they've, me down. They've got a baby. Will they've got a baby together? Yeah, but he's still their ex. So strike me down if 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 none of us in this room have ever had. Uh, Liaisons with one of our friends' ex girlfriends. Yeah, but when sometime the, yeah, in but, our but short you would career. have to deal with it when the friend found out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not admitting to that, by the way. I'm not admitting. I said, <laughs> if one of us, I am not admitting to that, I can tell you now. But the thing is, it's just so unfair on us as football fans that it's become, that it's affecting our chance of, of World Cup glory, I believe. Look, let's I'll probably stand alone on this one. Maybe, but, you know, I've heard other people talk about it. For me, it's about a code. For me, yeah. it, you I know, agree. If, if you I and agree. I are friends, then it's yes. got to be something yes. that's sacred. I agree with you 110%. However, what my point is, he's probably not the only person that's ever broken that code. I, I heard a story about mm. it, and I, I think that everything needs a check and a balance, right? Yeah. And, and when these footballers go out, they go out and the girls throw themselves. The they, 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 they Yeah, they're athletes. Yeah. They don't have to say anything. And I heard a story, a football story the other day. So a footballer's having, se- I'm not going to call any names, but he's having sex with a, with, with a woman. Her head is out of the window. Yeah. And he says, "Look, pull the curtain, you know, so that you know you can see people. They can see you, but uh, nobody can see me." She pulls the curtain, 
and uh, he carries on having sex with her. She's looking out of the window, and all of a sudden she sees him down there uh, looking up and waving at her. Uh, of course, he's got one of his mates to carry on That's doing it for right, him. Is it? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that because it becomes so easy, quite often they don't know where the line is. Because that's, well, that's borderline rape, isn't it? it? Well, I, I think it is rape. I think it is. The thing is, it's like ultimate power. If you've got that much money, which they have got an obscene, it's a vulgar amount of money now, I believe. I believe that footballers should be paid on sign at 18, £1,000 a week. And and I think at, at 21, they should get £3,000 a week. And at 25, they should get £5,000 a week. You could sign on for hundred grand a week, if you like, but that goes into trust. You do not get near that money until you finish playing football. And it keeps you... It'll never happen, but this is my simple theory. And as you, if you get married, you earn points. If you have kids, you earn points. So being 25 on five grand a week, you've had a kid, there's another grand a week. You've got married, there's another grand a week. So what happens if you're gay? Well... You're not going to get your married bonus. Tonight. Well, you can get married now, can't you? <laughs> you can get married now. Probably not going to get any kids unless you buy them, so you might need a bit more money. Um, you've just blown my theory a little bit then, but there's not, there's not many footballers, which is a shame, that admit to being gay, because the rugby stars are coming out as, as gay, and you're not really going to argue with those boys, are you? Gay, great. <laughs> You'd be anything yeah. you want. Yeah. But it's... Um, I believe that would keep it because it's gone, hasn't it? I mean, they're, they're just—that's it's vulgar the amount of money they get now. And 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 that's when you've got that kind of money, what do you do for fun? Because you can have anything, can't you? There's no aspirations. You gamble. Well, that's a the lot scary of them bit, isn't gambling. it? Yeah. yeah, that's a very scary. My old man said to me, he said, "Son, there's six winners to pay in a bookies and want to pay out. You make your own mind up." Well done. Yeah. Well done. Uh, you never seen a poor bookie. I, Not I really. know because I used to be an addict, mate. And really? I, I, yeah, I used to be an addict, and it, it is big the numbers worst. or. Well, big to me. Yeah. I mean, they may not be big to you, so, they're big to me. Yeah. I mean, when my accountant looked at it and he said, you, you, you've done a couple of hundred grand here. Is it you've, tax you've, deductible? You've done everything you've ever earned. And I mean, no, it's not <laughs> tax deductible. Uh, but, it, you know, on the 20th of January of 2007, I just went, nah, nah, I can't. Because it's going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, I mean, they've got big numbers. And do we've you feel still heard, the temptation? No. Yeah, of Good. course I do. I, 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 I want to bet on how quickly paint dries. I'll right. bet on uh, how many grains of hair there are actually on the top of your head. Not but, a lot. But, no, yeah. no, I know you that. You could count and quickly see Seven probably or eight. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, I, I am too tall for my hair these days. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. It's a good yes. one. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, no, I don't. I can't do it. But I think that's what a lot of them are doing. Uh, good evening to you, by the way. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, this is the man you Redcast, M-A-N-Y-O-O. Uh, we are talking about the greatest team on earth, which is Manchester United. My name's Eddie Nesta. My guest today, I'm very happy to I'm proud to have you as oh, a guest. Because you uh, you've been very entertaining so far. Let's see if you can keep it up for the next No, no I've run out of things to say. say now. That uh, is William Hunt, Taylor to the Stars. Ooh, first match. Do you know, I can't remember. I mean, I was literally seven or something like that, and I can't remember. Best match, European Cup final in Barcelona, obviously. Probably not a great match to watch. But it was great that last two minutes. I actually got a black eye because the bloke next door to me, next in the seat next to me, his elbow came up, smashed me right in the eye socket. So I think so. It's uh, we end up hugging some bloke next to me that I'd never met, and he's sort of you know was kissing almost without tongs, I might add. But it's uh, that's probably the best match ever because the exhaustion and, and the emotion going. How much it. did you spend? Uh, what on the, on the time away? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've no idea. Because you, 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 I did, I did hold the cup though that night. I did get off didn't. the old bus and hold the cup. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Did you get a picture? I was in the party afterwards. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So that's not what I asked you. Did you get a? picture? Of course I did. I got a picture of me like all in the cup. If you didn't get a picture, then you. It's didn't actually do it. battered and all twisted. That cup. It's not very, uh, you know, sort of fresh. It is a bashed up old cup, which it's every right to be really. It's been around a bit. It's coming back to Old Trafford very shortly. 
I hope but so. It's, but it's, uh, do you know, I wish I could remember my first game. I remember, I think the first football game I ever went to was with my dad, God rest his soul, was at Gig Lane. And Gig Lane was, was one of those grounds that you could all walk around, sort of thing, and all, all the the crowd sw- switched ends, sort of things. I remember stood there, and a bloke stood next to me, you know, the, 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 the coat and the scarf, and the ball came flying at us, and I was, you could only just see it, and the ball hit him right in the face, and his nose went blue, his face went blue, and he just collapsed. And that's that's the first memory I've got in a football match. I don't think we could sort of go to Old Trafford then. I think don't think we could sort of, you know, run to it something. Sort of so Barry was a couple of quid, cut the bob to get in. So it's, uh, we, I think we went there, which is quite poignant actually, because we did a, me- a moment silence by Dad's funeral, by Dad's uh, passing at Barry at Gig Lane a couple of years ago, which was quite a nice thing to do for for uh, the guys at Old, because he played for Swinton uh, rugby and Salford. By then, Swinton were playing at Gig Lane, so I rang up uh, Barry to ask if they'd sort of honour my dad's passing, and uh, I got through to Neville Neville on the phone dad uh, dad, dad of, of the father of yeah yeah who's a lovely bloke and said and I sort of started to explain uh, what I'd like to do and he said I'm going to be it I'm just finishing my chips let me put them down <laughs> I can hear this paper rustling he said tell me again and he just said leave it to us we'll organise it all for you and it was lovely it was really really nice all the players stood around the centre circle and, oh, fantastic uh, yeah so first time I, I went to football I my dad took me first, yeah that was the first game I ever went to was at Berry because we could walk there you know it was, uh, we didn't have a car or anything so it's uh, and then to the last game I went to sort of like uh, it's, it's tough isn't that, really. it it's tough isn't it because I can imagine if you're there where he first took you to see a game and you're standing there and he's not going to be there anymore and yeah. you're marking his memory yeah it was lovely it was really beautiful actually yeah. it was really beautiful but uh, yeah it was nice but yeah definitely the best the best I think one of the best old best United uh, memories for me is quite recently when we did the we had the good fortune to do the suits for the FA Cup final which unfortunately lost last minute the, which one the 2005 yeah, yeah the against, one to Chelsea yeah oh that was later than 2005 wasn't it that was 2007 yeah yeah, yeah. but um, I, I, I speak to some of the guys quite regular and, and, and I, I rang up Gary Neville and I just said well, who's doing the suits now but he, he said um, an Italian, I won't mention the name he said an Italian company going to do it I said I'll leave it out I said I'll do them and he went alright give me two minutes he goes right I've been them you're on and that was it oh fantastic yeah, he, goes, I, he goes I fired them you're on and I'd actually had dinner with a, with a, a pal of mine that, that's got a, a, a huge suit business um, and he said to me "Why? this is two nights before and he said, why aren't you doing the suits for United? For the ca-? I said, you know, it's a big job and we're not really that set up for it. He goes, well, I am. I said, yeah, but they don't want you to do the suits, do they? He goes, well, you couldn't get it anyway. I said, right, I'll get them and, and you, you make them. Yeah, he goes, well, what are you paying me? I said, I'm not paying you nothing. I rang him next day. Right, you're on, Peter. He went, I don't believe you. I said, you're on. I'm, you better get your eyes down. So we did all the suits and everything. But the, the, my, my favourite part of, the, of that exercise was when my brother came to meet me. I live out, out of town now. And uh, he came on the Saturday morning, him and his wife, who's uh, Sue. So it's, uh, they've been married since they were 18, which is lovely. And um, he, he, I said, John, you've got to help me. I've got to work this morning. He goes, what? I said, well, I've got to go to work. I've got to do a job. And then, then we've got the game from there. And he's going, oh, come on. You know, he's all getting stressed and stuff. I said, well, if you help me, you and Sue come and help me. Um, it'll make the job a bit easier. I said, well, where you got to go? I said, well, I've got to go here. I've got to pick someone up and then drop it off in. He goes, oh, I can't really trust you. You, I, you know, he's having a right got me. So we pull around this corner and there's a horde of red shirts outside this hotel. So we go in, sort of car goes through, who is it? Show them the old pass, in we go. So I've pulled out these little square white hankies and said to my brother, everyone you've seen a blue suit, go up to them and put one of them in the top pocket, I'll be through there. Like this, and he's like, and I said, and there's some for you, Sue, and there's some for you, John. 
So off they went, going, oh, Mr. Ronaldo, can we put one of these in? Mr. Giggs, can we, like, you know, they all knew what was going on, something. Sort of so he's gone around, and he had to, I said, when you've run out, that means you've finished the job, like this. And, and, and when they came through, we've gone in, and, and all the players there, having, or the rest of the players they haven't seen are having breakfast, they've gone around the tables. Oh, fantastic. Going, so I'm sorry to tell them, like, they're eating their breakfast, he's just shoving a white hanky in their pocket, you know, and I'm saying, you've not done that right, do it again. And it was great. So afterwards, he'd finished that, and, and he, came, come, he came over to the table, had breakfast, and this is the best thing about Sir Alex Ferguson. He'd met him once before, years ago, and Sir Alex just goes up and goes, Hello, John, how are you doing? Nice to see you again. And he remembers everybody. Apparently, everybody. Graham Souness is like really? that. Really? I like have, Graham Souness. Apparently, he's like that. He, he, yeah. he sees you once, and yeah. he'll remember. Mm, it's a I, gift. I don't remember people in my yeah. family. Yeah. There was... <laughs> people do that is it a trick how do they yeah, do it I mean I, I know because I went to my sister my brother's daughter's wedding this week and I didn't know which one it was <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm not I've been a bit of an absent uncle I suppose but it's uh it's that's a gift but it, I was very proud of being able to take my brother to that and him sort of feeling the it's just a bunch of blokes getting ready for a game of football no nah, it's, it, well, it it's special well it is it is but I, I felt very proud of that it, it made me feel really good that my brother Plus, he's a lot older than me, and he's always beat me up all his life. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I've arrived. And I was sort of, yeah, yeah. Tell us about first meeting Sir Alex then. Uh, what were your or his impressions, do you think? I met Sir Alex with uh, his son, Mark, who actually we did, an, we was doing, um, we were doing Lenny Bay's show. And, and we used to make these mad adverts, uh, adverts, mad, mad, uh, mad outfits for this comedian fella, Steve First, uh, who was genius, absolutely, and still is a genius. And, and met him, he went down to one of the shows and we just got chatting. And I remembered playing football with him once and uh, Mark, William, William, Mark, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, a couple of days later, he, he came in the store and I said, I remember you, I know who you are. I know you are, you're son of God. Like this, which, which didn't you're, sit... You're Thor, yeah, son yeah, of Odin, yeah. yes. We didn't sit too well with him. But, uh, you know, time goes by, we build a relationship and sort of, you know, just... It was nice, I got to know all the family and stuff. And it, it, it's very, they're wonderful people. But we did an advert of, of him uh, with his, uh, I think it was 96 European Cup. Ni- 96 European tournament. Um, the one here? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. And we did this advert in one of the magazines, and it just, it just said, uh, what did it just say? Oh, Son of God. It's had a picture of him with his arms folded in a suit with his foot on a ball. And it just went, Son of God. Like this, which is just going to. And was he all right about? Oh, he was cool about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took a bit of persuading. It's okay. And it, at the side, it just said Mark Ferguson, son of Alex. Just at the side of the page, so I think so. We we got away with it with that explanation, but it was quite a quite a hard sort of hitting advert. It worked. It worked for you. You're still, yeah. you're still in business. Yeah. Uh, do, do any of the current team or the manager? Do they wear suit your suits? Do they phone you up? Yeah, um, uh, Giggsy wears. I mean, Giggsy wore all our stuff for these uh, the, the twenty-two years of preparation to win his personality this year. He texted me and said, "He said I've got your gear." And I said, "That's it, mate. Not the twenty-two years of of, of of working hard and you know honor, dignity, loyalty, the whole thing. It was just the suit, not personality, nothing to do. Oh, his speech was beautiful, as you can tell. I wasn't really expecting to win this by my <laughs> speech, but he is he is a genuine. You know what I love about Giggsy is his best mates are window cleaner. And the difference between the two men is one's an exceptionally good window cleaner and one's an exceptionally good footballer. And that's it. And they still hang out together, still play football together. Uh, sorry, still play golf together. And that's a beautiful thing 
tell us about a guy who looks after Giggsy, because wherever he goes and whatever he does, there's a, guy, there's a gentleman who's just with him, and he's been assigned to him, hasn't he? Well, they all have, really. They've all got people that sort of, like, are, are there because of the club. I don't really know that side of the football okay. club, because it doesn't really apply to me. Um, and, and, and So I can't really comment who's on that. Who's the best dressed, then? Uh, well, Giggsy last week. Because he wears, he, yeah, he wears he, your he, stuff. Yeah, well, well yeah, done. Yeah, 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 done. Yeah. The one who wears my clothes. Yeah. Uh, I love Ryan Giggs. He's you know he's handsome, he's loyal, and he he, he sort of gets better with age, doesn't he? He's like a good wine, I suppose. Fantastic. He's yeah. had some really. You know, if he know. wasn't so nice, you'd be jealous. Well, you've got to be jealous of him, really, haven't you? You got to be, you know. But he's just so nice as Did well. Did you ever talk I to mean, him about the, in a positive? Nice no, no, way, I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I know. Did you ever talk to him about the goal celebration when he scored that goal against Arsenal? You know, the twirling of the shirt above the head because he was really... embarrassed about that, wasn't he? Well, we, he could have done with a trim on the chest, couldn't he? You know, it's yeah. like sort of you know, he's like he's got more on his chest out of my head, but. You know, when you're with these guys, you don't really talk football because what do you know about football? Nothing compares to these fellas. It's a bit like him asking me the ins and outs of making a suit, isn't it, really? I just say, shut up. You know, so then, you know, what do you know? Nothing. So, Any of them wear hats? Because you've got links with hats too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We d- well, I do, um, I've always worn a trilby. Uh, I've been looking for a trilby for about well, five years. I mean, the race, uh, the guys on the race course seem yeah. like they're, they're, but they're like a minimum of 250 a pop, aren't they? They're not cheap. They're not cheap, but uh, we'll, we'll take care of you. Don't we? we'll, we'll sort it out. You got some, my head. Oh, no, I haven't got anything with I've me. I've got a tiny head. Yeah. yeah. As you can see. Well, good look, you, you're good looking you, boy, though. Why are you, you laughing? You're a good looking you, boy, in, though. In the Beardsley kind um, of mode. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we do, we, dress, we dress, you know, from shoes to hats and everything in between. I mean, we do a, we do a golf tournament, actually, a televised golf tournament uh, called the Trilby Tour, getting the plug in there. And um, it's, it's about basically the style of the Trilby. James Bond used to wear a Trilby playing golf. Um, in Goldfinger, so I thought if that good look, that looks good enough for James Bond, it's good enough to us. So we sort of model our golfing range uh, on that look. Really, uh, I met a guy called Ian Poulter, uh, two thousand four, so six years ago. I just started playing golf um, again, uh, and and I had these sort of daft pants on because I wasn't very good. I'm still not very good. And he just came. This bloke in sort of like sort of khaki chinos and the polo top came up and said, "Those trousers are great. Where are they from?" I said, I said, well, thanks. He said, well, I've seen your golf is not very good. And I just said, who are you? He said, well, I'm Ian Poulton. I'm playing in these in this open in the open. I was going, oh yeah, I know oh, the open. So uh, it all came out of that again, just a chance meeting. So I designed these trousers for him on the Tuesday. He needed them on the Thursday. Well, design. We made them about some fabric we had knocking around the studio, which happened to be Union Jack. Oh, fantastic uh, fabric for the British Open. That makes sense because on the Friday, I thought, oh, blimey, I've got to sort that golfer fell out. And literally, these, this fabric is knocking about on the floor. So the front of them is fantastic. The back is literally chopped to bits and just literally joined together where it touches. I said, you'll be all right as long as you don't stand, don't let them take pictures from the back. And that was that was the start of our sort of uh, our golf business, which turned into the Trilby Tour, which is an our ten part television series on Sky. So mm-hmm. things, uh, and that's. Sorry, led on from you asked me about hat, didn't you? Got a bit. No, that's all right. Bit, we're we're talking. I mean, look, the, the podcast is essentially about yeah. all things associated yeah. with Manchester United, uh, the famous people who support Manchester United, the connections they mm. have with Manchester United, mm. and do you believe? Do you believe we are going to win the Premiership this year? Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one, but I, I really do. I really do. I think. I think. I think. Uh, to use McFeelan's words, the pennies dropped with Nanny. Pass it, pal. Then you don't have to take all the responsibility. He's a shy boy, Sir Alex says. Um, I struggle to believe that he's a shy boy. Well, you say, but then again, some of the most sort of brash guys are, aren't they? You know, Um, just some of the touches I had recently, and I'd like to say I told you so. 
I will. I will. I will. I said he was good. We we had ice cream with our humble pie doing this podcast last week because we have given him a good old kick in. He deserves it, doesn't he? I mean, you know, he's 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 been playing football like we would. You get the ball, you put your head down and run and shoot. That's how we'd play. If we were playing seven aside tonight, I was having a bit of a kick out, wouldn't you? I've got it. I'm not going to let it go because I might not get it again. You know, but he's been playing like that, which is not how you play football in the real world, in the big with the big boys. You play it, you pass a move, don't you? And just that game against Arsenal, it's just all of a sudden, I'd better play now. And so it's fantastic and a great timing, of course, mm. uh, because you've got Valencia, yeah. you've got Evera, who's Obertan, has got to come back. What do you, you, think, got to s- what do you think about Obertan? I don't know what's gone on. I, like I don't know him. where he is, but I really like him. He's got a lovely light yeah. touch, hasn't he? And yeah. he's, once he gets his feet, what's about Valencia? Well, I don't, I don't know why he doesn't smile. I mean, he's got I that brown. That out. Why yeah. doesn't he smile? He scores. He looks a shy. You think he's shy? I don't know. He, he just looks like sort of like that, doesn't he? He's yeah, like, that's what I'm here yeah. for. I did it. Now I want to go home. But I, I like Valencia because he just gets the job done. It gets the ball, it. goes from A to B, bangs the ball across. None of the old fancy bits and go back and forth. He just gets it and releases it. He's a good crosser. Yeah. And yeah. He's, apparently, he's very quick. Uh, well, he is uh, maybe as quick as Rooney. We'll find mm. out. But but so far as I can tell, if you look at the last five years of the Premiership, actually it's a bit like Spain. It's a bit like Scotland. It, we have a big two here. Mm. Uh, it's not a big three. It's mm. not a big four because the Premiership is either won by Manchester United or Chelsea. This year, the Premiership will either be won by Manchester United or Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big two. That's what we've got. It's a shame. And people don't want to accept it, but it is a big two. I like it when we have to scrap to win it. I mean, what what year was it when we was like, we won by God knows how many points, like 14 points. So it was a bit like, yeah, we've won it. But I I, I hope it goes back down to the last game of the season and we win it with an own goal or something. I don't care. I'm saving up to go to Old Trafford (laughs) for when Chelsea come up there. What a game that's going to be. What a game! I mean, I'd probably be, be physically sick. Than us. Oh, your uh, heart will be yeah. beating. And Drogba isn't he a monster? Oh, I hate to say it, but yeah, oh, he's, he's unbelievable, isn't he? He's unbelievable. I mean, you've got, I'd like you've to got see him in a red shirt. Three players yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, my my favourite Premiership player yeah. is Essien. He's injured, but you know. Yeah, he's but in one, terms yeah. of gold scorers, yeah. you've got Rooney. Yeah. You, you've got Torres. Yeah. and you've got Drogba. Yeah, you happy with Rooney? Is Rooney complete? Play? I don't think Rooney's a complete part, uh, packet yet. I, I think he's got a fair bit to go, and, and I think that Sir Alex will just make him even better and stronger. But I love the fact that he stopped talking back. He's just getting on with the game. He's like, you know, there's no, there's no sort of like, uh, you know, shouting at referees anymore. He just plays the game. I read something uh, the other day which was quite interesting. Descent is the worst. C- C- yeah, yeah, yeah. C- Capello is the one that's made him a really better because Cabello has said to him, "I used to watch him, and yeah. he used to go oh, Rooney, Rooney, because he used to yeah. run back to left back yeah. and be tackling yeah. people. Yeah. He doesn't do it anymore. Stands yeah. in the area. This is where I am. Yeah. So he's there when the ball's crossed in. He's there. He's good to go. And, I think and that's that goal against going. Arsenal he scored the other week just gorgeous. epitomising. Gorgeous. You know, he, he ran from our box to theirs. And just banged it in the back of the net. And, yeah. and that sprint that he did, it, you know that advert that's on, I don't know which advert it is, but when the bloke falls off the horse and he runs after the horses. Yeah. And it's sort of cartoon running. It was like that. Yeah. He just like covered more ground than anybody else and just whacked it in the back of the goal. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, against Portsmouth. I mean, Portsmouth are never going to win. It's a shame for Portsmouth, isn't it? It's just, they, they're relegated, yeah. aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. without. But you don't want to see it, do you? You don't want to see it. Oh, any. You, don't, you don't want to see it. You don't and mind you them know. fighting and getting on and, and not winning. But four, just, just four owners in a year. Yeah, I mean, it's just a shame. Isn't it? I mean, it's not the players' fault, is it? It's not the people that work there. It's just been. It's the vulgar side of football where people fancy it, throw a bit of money at it, and actually realise that there's people involved here because football's a bit like a game of chess. It's all the parts of a brain of their own, and they move, and they've got opinions. <laughs> you know, because if if a manager could just move around like a chessboard, 
they'd probably win, wouldn't they? Or they'd be. But the fact is, is you know, you're my manager, and I, 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 I hear what you say. But it gets lost in translation. I actually run over there. Yeah, but they've lost all their best players. They can't pay people. And Avram can't even get a massage. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can't even get himself a little sleeper. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd think you'd get a home visit, wouldn't you? Sort of rather than nipping out to one of those places. Oh, but you, if you've Not got that I know anything about that business, No, of me neither. But you think yeah. you'd go in a hotel, do you? Well, you think you and, would. And you I mean, just get, he's gone... They can't be that skint, can they? He's, he's got to dip down one of those places. He's gone yeah. in a chauffeur-driven car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should just have a, you know, look at me. <laughs> look at, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. But, they may, you know, I think it's a cry for attention. His a, wife just says... Just a cry for attention. He needs, he needs to be relaxed. So it's good well, for Well, we do, but not many there. wives are going to agree with it, are they? Good for him. Well done. I bet he's... I've never met him. I bet he's... I mean... Important people stand by him, don't they? So he must be a proper player. He must be a, a good fella, I'd say. I think he's a decent person. Yeah. I didn't think he had the, uh, I don't know, uh, the, the gravitas. Uh, and no. he wasn't flamboyant yeah. enough to be the Chelsea yeah. manager. Because, I mean, he came within a whisker, a, a penalty kick. He did, yeah. Of, yeah. of, of yeah. winning the Champions yeah. League, and then they sacked him. A John Terry penalty kick. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Unfo- very yes. unfortunately. So I watched that game. I, didn't, I was, I was going to go, but then the, 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 the flight arrangements just got put back back and back I just thought this is just not going to happen a lot of my pals just got on the flight same as I was on and just didn't get there for the game so I end up sort of in a hotel with a bunch of friends and waking up at five in the morning in the, in the TV lounge <laughs> feeling rather rough I yeah. can imagine yeah. was she nice? Uh, no no no, no. It's, it's, I was on my own yeah yeah. No, I know that uh, Aston, sorry if I broke the code there total silence I love <laughs> I love silence because silence makes a mighty dead noise. Dead dead it's uh, lovely sometimes. You need to use it. Be like no, swearing. No, I was with two ugly Chelsea fans actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, yeah. and they were probably uglier after. Aston Villa have made massive improvements since they fell away. They yeah. were in fourth yeah. last year, and then Arsenal came and took that position. Yeah. Uh, the position they may well get again yeah. this year, actually, uh, with the, if they are defeated by Liverpool on mm. Wednesday. It, what were we do against them? McBonnell out jumped, didn't he? Uh, Vidic and uh, yeah, scored we, one we were nil. A bit, we were a bit scared of, of pace, weren't we? At, at that time, they got some good players. Yeah. They got they got Milner. They got the boy Dunn that they got from Man City. Yeah. Uh, they got themselves good side. Yeah, they got themselves some good. But players. he hasn't really spent the big big dosh, has he? Well, Downing's cost him a few quid, but but not you know, not, not astronomical. No, well, not, I don't no, think he's he, worth astronomical money. No. But he, I think he's a clever man. Uh, uh, Martin O'Neill he, can, he gets a guy to do a job like, like Valencia's come in to do a job that's your job so no, anything, no, no headlines just do that job and I think he gets players that do, do a job for him you know Milner is he the flashiest most attractive is he this and that he does a job a bit like Bentley went to Spurs to do a job but he fancied himself a bit didn't he that's the problem and I think he's Bentley. come unstuck a little bit whereas Downing does the job and I think that's the kind of player that Martin O'Neill goes for so make your predictions then regarding Aston Villa uh, we'll win 1-0 one nil yes. against Aston Villa. Yes, even though I have a friend of mine, and uh, as we all do, text while the game's on, and he is called Mystic Al, and he gets the score right four times out of five. He's very. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to give you number. Otherwise, you'll be onto the bookies. You know, I was going to ask you that. No, I'm not going to. I've had a bad gonna, turn. Yeah. This is a way to get my money back yeah. from yeah. those bastards. Yeah. William, William did it to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's uh, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll sneak a one nil. I think maybe uh, good side, aren't they? Yeah, and they're, they're organised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to give me the top four in order now, so that we can uh, haunt you when Man you do United. come back. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, really sticking my neck out here. Um, <laughs> yeah, really going for it. Oh, oh God, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd like Spurs to get through. 
I would do because Mike is a friend of mine. I've known him a long time, and he's just he just so deserves some happiness in his life. Eventually, he yeah, will yeah, get yeah, it because he's, maybe he's, not. You know, he's had a hard time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's always been it. chubby <laughs> and, uh, and unattractive to women. Um, but uh, no, listen, uh, he's he's uh, he's grown into a handsome young man, but um, old man actually. Uh, I'd like Spurs to do it for no other reason than, than my pal Mike to, to get in there. I'm quite happy if Liverpool don't do it. Liverpool asked me to do their suits, by the way, and I just said thank you, but I'm all right. And uh, I'm not that broke. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Arsenal should because they play nice football, but they're just not. They're not strong enough, are they? No, they're going to need to buy. I, you know what? And and I'll probably get a kicking for this, but I hope City do as well because it'll chop up the top four. It puts City in because they're just going to fall from an even greater height. You know, and it's. Uh, as they say, City had a massive club. Yeah, well, they may say that, but also my mother says to me the more things change yeah. is the more they stay the same. And I think we've seen mm. the top four in any order you like mm. to pick will be Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah, but I had a great City joke this week. Okay, do that say it. Yeah. for us to end. Osama Bin Laden uh, sent in a videotape of him saying City were crap last Wednesday. British intelligence are ignoring it because this could have been recorded any time in the last 34 years. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. What a great one. Thanks for coming no, in, mate. We look forward to having you again. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, William Hunt there. Listen, you've been listening to the Man U uh, Redcast. It's Man U, M-A-N-Y-O-O at playbackmedia.co.uk. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Man U Redcast. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Come and know the glory of supporting the greatest team on earth. Come on, you Reds! This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you would like to sponsor or advertise on this show, give our marketing partners at Sports Revolution a call on 0207 580 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk.